hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Break the Cycle with me, your host, Joshua Smith. I hope everyone's having a wonderful evening. I'm sure, I'm sure you're having a wonderful evening. What is it? What is it today? Thursday? Thursday. Oh, dude, it's Thursday. my weekend off. It's lit. I'm lit, dude. I'm it's so stoked right now. It's I'm lit. I, it's, and, lit. It's, lit. It's, it's lit. 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 Don't you point at me when you say that. Joe Rogan, I'm telling you, it's lit. <laughs> so, so check this out. Um, pretty, pretty cool. Uh, uh, I think I fixed my echo issue. Uh, I think I fixed my mic issues. I think I finally took the time, the 15 minutes before the show started, to sit down and figure this shit out. <laughs> I even ran a little test stream, private, so no one can see it. Fucking yelled, and it only picks me up when I yell now in the echo. Uh, and by the 15 minutes before, he means the 15 minutes after it's supposed to start. Yeah. But yeah, like that you know, time in between. What are you gonna do, dude? What are you gonna do? I think I, I think start I, on time. I don't know. <laughs> I really do. I really, I really do think that I finally have fixed my mic issues, though. I don't think we're gonna have the crazy echo anymore. I think we're. Uh, I think we're good. I don't think I'm gonna cut in and out. The last show sucked. Well, ha- and let me explain the last show for anybody that's listening to this or seeing this. I'm sorry. Uh, I know that Reed was great, my co-hosts were great, but my mic kept cutting in and out because I'm recording vocals for a song with my friend Andy Coons uh, to put out. It's his last song on the album. He's just waiting for me to record my vocals. And when I record the vocals, they're very loud. So I have to turn my audio interface all the way down. And what I did was when I started the show on uh, on Monday or Tuesday, was it Tuesday, or Tuesday, I didn't turn I didn't turn it back up, and so it wasn't loud enough to, to kick the noise gate open, and so I was cutting it and out. My vocals were really quiet. I really fucked that up, really bad. Uh, but but I fixed it, and now I think I think we finally have the audio dialed in. I think we're good, man. I thought it was the Odyssey, Odyssey stream because I watched it. And I'm like. No, it was me. It was all me. I fucked it up. That's how I roll. Uh, you know, you guys, you guys know. I'm a boomer. I didn't know how to do any of this shit before I started the show, and it's only been a year, and I'm still learning <laughs> every day. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, guys, go check out toplapsa.com, the man, the myth, the legend, my good friend and partner on Break the Cycle, where you can get this great. This is actually, I think you can still get this shirt. This is a uh, special collector's edition Break the Cycle shirt. It's got every single thumbnail from the first hundred guests on it, including my mother uh, down in the bottom right-hand corner. So um, it's really cool. It's a great shirt. You can get it 10% off by using BTC at checkout, or you can join the Patreon, subscribe star, or become a member of the YouTube channel under all my videos by hitting the join link, where you can get into a private Discord server and get all the top lapses, new gear up to, was it two weeks before it goes to the general public at a 30% discount? So if you're doing five or 10 bucks a month, you, you'll get a mug if you do the 10 month, uh, $10 a month club. That's the mug club. Um, I, I didn't steal that from Steven Crowder. I promise, change my mind. Uh, and, uh, so you can get a mug and also get all the top lapses new gear uh so cheap that you're actually saving money and supporting both of us so it's a it's a great deal and of course executive producer of the show anthemplanning.com for all your emergency and crisis planning needs check them out today see what they can do for your business home or personal life they're doing a wonderful job that the government has historically sucked at much cheaper and much more efficiently they help organizations solve unsolvable problems in the technology and hr arenas uh they serve clients in new hampshire pennsylvania maryland virginia illinois ohio indiana their client list is constantly growing their le- their team leads by example anthem consultants have led their own organizations through demanding periods of change now they help clients succeed in the face of technology and personnel challenges plus the owner amy lapore is one of the greatest people i've ever met seriously uh she gave me uh, she gave a speech at the national convention in may that literally um almost brought me to tears uh stumping for my good friend karen ann harlos to bring her back after being the the champion 
of uh, truth and honesty on the LNC. So I, I love her to death. I love her business. I think it's great. If you own a business, you definitely should be h- hitting up Anthem Planning. They're going to help you out. Um, they're going to help you plan for stuff that you didn't even know was, was going to happen in your business. So uh, check them out if you can. Uh, before we get too far into this, I really got to stop saying that all the time, don't I? <laughs> I really do. It's really bad. Every uh, I, I do. Every I say it like 20 times an episode now. Uh, and then we just keep going deeper into this. I mean, I don't know how to stop it. Um, but I, let's check in with don't, my Don't try friend. and stop it. Just lean into it. My good friend and well-haired co-host, Mr. Ryan Kurt, sir. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good. Before I even ask for it, uh, Joshua Smith with his member chat. I think he, it's your 69th child. Yeah, that's my, no, that's yeah. my 400 and it's my 42,069th children. Okay, 42,069th child. child. Yeah. Already gave me a yep cox. Yeah, he gave you a, you yep. actually got one tonight and it was from mm-hmm. a, a member chat. He used his special member mm-hmm. chat to send that in. Yeah, he's, he's been a member for three months of the channel. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, so much. he's my favorite child of yours now. Oh, I'm gonna go tell Adric and and Tato. That okay, they'll that. they'll understand. Tato won't. I mean, Tato won't. Adric will be like, yeah, I, I get it. That's cool. <laughs> I want to make sure I don't have you guys. Everybody muted. That would suck. Uh, and of course, our other wonderful, beautiful, mustachioed co-host, Mister AJ Fisher, sir. How are you doing tonight? Oh, good evening. I have some ASMR for you. Some Miller Lite ASMR. Drop it. Drop it. Give it. Limited give edition it. LPIA koozie. Yeah. Yeah, I like it, dude. That's good. LPIA. We yeah. we are a good we are a good LP. We're a good LP. We're a good LP. That the LP in no Iowa bullshit. is actually good. They actually do shit. They actually uh, have have gotten um, uh, statewide ballot access, major party status now. I'd like to think we had a lot to do with amending our state constitution to add the Second Amendment right into our state constitution. Yeah, that too. That too. The good. LP pushed for that pretty Better hard, 10%. man. Absolutely. Uh, guys, we've got a great show for you tonight. I have two of my best friends uh, in the movement and very funny, great guys. Uh, first is the host of The Porcupine, hilarious stand-up comedian, Mr. Adam Nutter. Sir, how are you doing tonight? Oh, wait, wait, wait. I got you muted. Don't don't start. Okay. Hey, what's up, man? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what's up, Brother Bears? <laughs> Thanks up? for having me. <laughs> and then uh, all the way from the Deep South, Mr. Kanye West. Sir, how are you doing tonight? What's up, Josh? Don't just let me fit. Josh, don't cut me off. Okay, Dave Chappelle's a punk. Ben Shapiro is a bitch. Lex Friedman's a robot. Let's get the song. What do you mean by they? <laughs> who, who do you mean by they? Exactly. Who is they? What do you What the do you Jews. mean by they? Definitely the Jews. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Capital T they. Let's check it out. Uh, of course, our very funny and, and wonderful, amazing conspiracy theorist friend Dave Casey, sir. I appreciate you being here. Thank you for that. I needed that. Pleasure. Tonight. It's no. uh, it's been a long it's been a long day for all of us. Uh, you know, especially if you were paying attention at all. I, we, we we can't listen. I, I know the last show we talked a lot about Kanye. We talked about Kanye several times over the last couple of weeks. But man, dude, he just brightened yay. my it's day yay. today. Don't dead name. It's yay. It's yay. It is yay. And and yeah. but here's the thing, dude. I've watched a lot of fucking podcasts and news shows in my life. I mean, fucking thousands thousands then that's just you know tom woods uh, i mean i've listened to all fucking shows right and i've never in my life seen anything even remotely as entertaining as alex jones and Infowars was today for three hours i mean it was pure comedy from start to finish it was never not funny um and it was unintentional i think um and of course, you know, blatant Nazi supporting 
aside, okay? Because I know I'm going to get a lot of shit for that. People are like, he was blatantly supporting Nazis. Okay, I get that. Okay, I know that that's, you know, we don't, we shouldn't be supporting the National Socialist Party workers movement. I, I, they're fucking socialists. We don't, don't need a disclaimer. Nobody needs yeah, a disclaimer. Nobody needs disclaimer. a disclaimer. It's Jesus. so obvious that you shouldn't have to say it, but people want you to scream it from the rooftops like you're a uniquely special moral person right. for yeah, you, disavowing. You, it's it's right. the moral, it's the virtue signaling. We, oh, he said the word Hitler. He said the word Nazi. Yeah. We have to disavow. No, dude, the shit was hilarious. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Alex Jones. First of all, you guys know that you, everyone in the everyone in the building knows that I'm an Alex Jones stan. I fucking love Alex Jones. I don't care what anybody says. I I think that Alex Jones has been more right than any journalist outlet in the world in my lifetime. Okay, you know he 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 presents it in a way that some people don't can't deal with. They don't know how to deal with it. But there is no doubt in my mind that he has been more right about almost everything that he says over my tenure of listening to to show hosts. Okay. Um, but he was, he, he is a little crazy in his presentation and the way he goes about things. And, and that's, and he was the very reasonable person in the today, which is not normal. Now, if you watch that interview and are mad, like for real mad about it, like, I want to follow you around your daily life and know like what else you get mad at. Like, that's the funniest shit of all time. Like just watching them laugh. Like there's nothing to get mad about. Like who cares? (laughs) Like who cares what what they're saying? Well, and Adam, you you as a standup. So I I had to go back because I was like, I was like, man, I know there's a bunch of other people that have done like satire or funny things like that about Nazis and, and, and. So I went back and I, I, what it was that I had forgot was Norm MacDonald. Do you remember a bit on his podcast? This was towards the end of his life, obviously. Norm MacDonald's one of my favorite people in the entire world. He's one of the funniest guys to ever walk. You know. it, the best quote I've ever heard was, uh, uh, Norm MacDonald's the smartest guy in the room playing the dumbest guy in the room. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Norm MacDonald's a fucking genius. Was yep. a genius. Abs- absolutely genius. Okay. And, and he, towards the end of his life, he had the, the show, which was, if you never watched Norm MacDonald's podcast, dude, it was probably the greatest podcast to ever be put out in the world. I don't know how it wasn't bigger than Joe Rogan. And Norm, his co-host, uh, Adam, I think his name's Adam, right? His yeah. co-host, uh, who was also very funny because Adam has to basically play the guy that doesn't know where, he has to play the guy who doesn't know where Norm is going. Yeah. And he has to play completely gobsmacked at everything that he says. And that takes a certain kind of funny to do what he did with Norm sitting right next to, across from him. But Norm, he said, Norm, today's 420. And and he's like, oh, what's that mean? You know, he's like, oh, well, look, it says right here, you know, it, it means that, you know, people celebrate 420 as a as a as a, a a day that you smoke cannabis or a time 420 is to smoke cannabis and this and that. And he's like, oh, look at that. I'm reading right here. It says there was a, an Austrian gentleman who was born on 420, April 20th, uh, 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 Adolf Hitler, that guy. You ever heard of him before? And he starts going off about he's like, oh, well, yeah, he. He uh, says here that he created the highways. That's pretty cool. Uh, he, just starts, <laughs> he starts going. He's like the, the most funniest shit I've ever heard in my entire life, right? Like ever. And he was like, you know, doing a satire bit. And, and I'm watching, I'm watching Kanye today and he's doing a fucking satire bit, dude. He's yeah. just, he's not as funny as people think he is or, or he thinks he is. But it was like the Netanyahu thing, dude, was fucking hilarious, bro. Well, no, you just nailed it. You just said it like it's like because nor comedy is all about it's ninety fucking nine percent timing, like you know, and like everything. So if you have kind of just being like Nazis are cool, it's like there's no timing there, there's no like subtlety in voice, there's like no there's no change, there's nothing there. Right. 
I, I just, I don't know. Dave, what do you think? Dude, <clears throat> what a day. I got to tell you, <laughs> I, I didn't see it coming. Um, and to be, if I'm being perfectly honest, I woke up today. I just closed my, uh, I, I run a seasonal business here. We closed last week. So I was feeling just like, you know, chilling today. So I ate a little bit of psilocybin uh, chocolate this oh, morning. Dude, you got to fucking watch this <laughs> and shit then, on mushrooms. Oh God. And, then, and then I'm on Twitter and Anomaly was like, he comes in like mouse in the matrix. You remember? Nor Morpheus <laughs> yeah. is fighting Neo. <laughs> but he was talking about this fucking show. And I was like, oh shit, here we go. So let's get in the show. And uh, yeah, I remember thinking quickly, like I wish that I was hanging around somebody else. Cause I was like, this is weird. Is this really weird? Or is this like, <laughs> is this actually is this, this weird? <laughs> is this, I think it's actually this weird, but I wonder, I'm kind of curious. Uh, uh, it was fantastic, dude. I loved all of it. This is what I live for. Alex Jones. I, I just want to, you know, double tap what you said a minute ago about him being more reliable than anybody in the mainstream media my entire life, uh, even though he's crazy. And he, I got to say, man, he did what Tim Pool was incapable of doing, which was one listening, checking, listening, <laughs> checking your ego. Right? right. And like kind of letting him do his own thing. And um, it was just awesome, dude. I mean, part of it, it's weird. We can get into like, you know maybe the darker side of this, but selfishly it was fucking great. I, I enjoyed it and I'm here for no, that. It was, it was like the 180 of the Tim pool <laughs> podcast. Yeah. The complete opposite. By the way, Tim pool sucks. I'm sick of the fucking Tim pool hype. He's never cool. I said it on my show the other night. He's, he was never he's, cool. Yeah. He's always been a fuck. I said this in a group chat the other day, but it's, it's worth saying again. Cause it's true. He reminds me of that fucking nerdy kid in school, like in elementary school who says something like, he's like, we're, we're all hanging out, having a good time. And like we're doing something maybe like a little edgy, and he's like, "Don't do that. It will attract the answer." Something else, fucking nerdy. And then you were like, "Shut up, loser!" And then you just push him. That's Tim Pool. Like, God Tim damn Poole's it, that's not me. Like, he's not Are we like, all he's tired of the beanie? Are we tired Shave of the beanie? Shave your butt. Shave your head. I do it. I wear a hat. Like that needs to. He needs to drop that. <laughs> yeah. No. Definitely. One hundred percent. And and uh, we talked about that on the show the other day. How the the problem with Tim Pool. Um, is that he can't check his ego and he's got to be, he's got to try to always be the very smartest person in the room. Um, yeah. He's, he's, which he's just not most of the time. But, but the, the, I think the deeper thing that we need to talk about here is that he, he, he fumbled the bag, bro. Right. Oh, yeah. Like, like his, listen, there's no doubt in my mind that when you bring guests on your podcast, you want to hear what they have to say. You want to hear their opinion. You want other people to hear their opinion. But you also want to bring viewers to your show. Okay. And you, and you do want to make it something it's a, it's not just a hobby. Like you enjoy doing this. You want to get paid to do it. I mean, it's important. Right. And he gets paid a lot to do this. I mean, that's his only job, Yeah, but he's never, he doesn't have one video on that, on that channel. That's got over like 500,000 views. And as it sits right now, that video already has over 1.5 million views. And if he had done a whole three hour video with, mm -hmm. with Kanye and Milo and Nick Fuentes, it would have been fucking millions he, he, he of millions. He couldn't handle the heat. I don't think he, I, he fumbled it. He, he really did. And if I could just, I tweeted this because I think, man, I like to look at the microcosms in life, right? And the yin yang is one of those good ones. Like, take a look. And when I see a guy like Tim Pool, I see all order, all business, all just a rigid signal. And Kanye is just pure chaos, yeah. pure artistic vision, pure expression. And again, it's your show, but like, you should know that. And like you said, Josh, hey, if for nothing else, man, you're doing it for the clicks and the views and your own business and to churn up that. So like, yeah, it's in your best interest to like keep him here, 
keep him happy. You know, keep him talking, right? Like it was, it, he really did blow that. Yeah, he fumbled, So Dave, he, he Dave, you tell me, Dave, you tell me that Tim Pool doesn't have creative energy. What type of creative energy would put out an email music video 20 years too late? <laughs> All right, Dave, who are you to criticize yeah. the great Tim Pool's emo band? Dude, his, <sighs> his band, is, his music was, I mean, look, it's, it's overproduced. You know what I mean? So it sounds good. I mean, it's produced well. It's overproduced, but it wasn't a good song. It didn't that have... one song took like three and a half minutes to get to the breakdown. I'm like, what Bro, the fuck? Oh, I was God. like, is this a trap video from 2004? Like, what are we watching right now? And, well, yeah, and then and then he like, I don't even think it ever had like any kind of breakdown. I don't know. It was it was pretty bad. I yeah, that's I, probably here's here's right my word. breakdown of it. Temple sucks. Just <laughs> my breakdown. And All right, I'll give I'll give Temple a little bit of this. When when one of our people gets to go on, when Dave gets to go on, or uh, Angela. Mike Heiss gets to go on that show or Shane Hazel. I think that this is really cool. And I tuned into all those episodes, but it, no, it does not mean that Tim pool has a great show. <laughs> I'm sorry. Right. Well, that's, that's the thing. Also like Dave and Angela and Heist though, like they're not like saying Kanye level shit, obviously. Right. So like, he's like, Oh, let's just have a call. Like he, like he doesn't have balls. He doesn't all understand like the angle. Like, Dude, if Kanye ever did my show, I would throw my feet up in this and be like, what else about the Jews? What do you want to talk about? Right? <laughs> Keep going. Yeah. Can you imagine, Keep can going. you imagine like, doing that? Like, yo, and I, and I know I'm talking to the right guys here, but like, we know what he's doing. I, I imagine I'm not, I'm not going to speak for you guys, but Kanye is going to battle with the forces of evil right now. Right. in front of everyone and if you understand that it's beautiful and mm -hmm. then enter tim pool he's like well, we'll get to that but i don't talk about these headlines it's like it's just so closed from the actual reality bro he needs some he needs a red pill or two i don't know yeah he needs he definitely needs something for sure dude i don't i i just i don't know i don't understand how well he, he, he walked out him. when he when he walked out the claim was that he uh Tim said, yeah, I want to get into that, but first I want to talk about the dinner. And then Kanye accused him later before he got up and locked. He's like, you brought it up. And he did. Tim Pool brought it. If you, if you look at the episode, he brought up that article. I can't remember where the article was from, but it was about his, his, uh, his anti-Semitic comments. He brought it up first and then got mad when Kanye got up and walked away. Right. But he could have started with something else. He could have just, well, you know. And here's the other thing is he said, and we talked about this, he said several times in the interview with Tim Pool. Like, it, this is, this, I don't want another Lex Friedman interview. I mean, that's, yeah. You know, I don't want to sit here and have you fucking bag. He on said, me. I'll like, fucking walk out. I'll fucking leave. Yeah. I'll leave. And Tim just, he couldn't, ha he couldn't check his ego. Tim didn't want to play. Did, he didn't want to ha have his show be used as a platform for Kanye the entire time. Right. That was the claim. But we right. know. That's my point. Tim doesn't understand exactly entertainment or like how to like run shit. Like, right. I, dude, Tim got big off of Rogan. Like, let's be honest here. Like, it's not like that's where I think his real shit blew up, right? He's doing all the Rogan appearances and stuff. Right. It's, 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 that's what kind of put him in the fucking forward lens of people. Like, he's not like, name something Tim Pool does or says that's like so fucking funny or edgy or cool or insightful that none of us here say, go. I, no, 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 nobody. What, what Tim Pool, how Tim <laughs> Pool got big Hold on, guys. Go is he started to fill the, when Donald Trump discredited all the media, no, everybody was like, where the fuck are we going to go to for news? And then the YouTube, Tim started to pop off in the YouTube algorithm. And he was the most reliable source for news. He was transparent. He was honest. He was like, I don't, he said when he didn't know a lot about stuff, he gave his honest opinion. He separated opinion from fact very clearly. 
and it it wasn't anything like spectacular but there wasn't anything else really like it and so that's why he blew up and because it's so it, it was so simple and so approachable i i don't know dude i, I he should have just stuck with it with the occupy wall street where he got started mm-hmm. i feel like he kind of lost some of that thunder he kind of i'm not saying he went mainstream but kind of but i think he he lost a little bit of that rebel edge um to to his podcast which is my opinion yeah uh, no, i agree uh Quest Fanning, thanks for the the two super chats, two two dollar super chats. He said he still wants to send me some audio tiles. That'd be great, dude. I definitely need more. I need to. I want to do the ceiling because it's got a hard floor, so I'm going to put some rugs down. But I got to get the the hard ceiling covered too, uh, with those, and it'll be really good. I have some in spaces that I'm talking to when I look both ways, but there's not a lot behind me, and the ceiling is really echoey. So, um, and he also said, but without Nazis, who would build the roads? Well, who would build the freeways? Right. That's that's who built the freeways. I mean, well, the autobahn is how we. They're free. It's in the name. Freeways. Yeah, it's just free, free, right in the name, dude. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> freeway. I thought it was free. Is it not free? It's funny because I I I used to work. I used to be a government contractor. I know, right? And I worked for Western Federal Lands. And what Western Federal Lands does is they basically run the national. They do all like the 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 infrastructure and in national parks, right? That's literally what they do. So they're building roads. I mean, that's literally, and they have these, uh, they had these mobile, like they're big mobile homes with like testing labs, like soil testing labs and asphalt testing labs and shit inside it. And they take them out like right as the snow would stop, we'd have a bunch of guys come in. They'd take the trailers and they'd head out to like Yellowstone or one of these big parks and they'd start doing their fucking work and helping build roads. And I'm sure they're doing a, I'm sorry they had to do a ton of shit after the floods in Yellowstone this year, but, um, uh, and that was what they did and they were really bad at it, dude, like really fucking bad. And they had billions of dollars of tax money to do these roads. Have you ever driven on a road in a national park, dude? They're fucking terrible. I haven't. They're garbage. They're horrible fucking road. <laughs> they only work on them like once a year for like, a, like a two months. And then, and they're like, all right, good enough. We blacktopped it. We're out of here. And fucking they leave. And so then Yellowstone floods out, right? And you watch this road just fucking fall apart all over. I mean, the whole road all the way around Yellowstone. I mean, we're talking miles and miles and miles of road in, in Yellowstone, right? Just fucking falls apart, dude. Right? Just, just, it fell off like a fucking California mudslide, dude. Right? And, and all I could think is the taxpayer money that was spent on those roads is astronomical. Smoked. Yep. And it just fell apart as soon as it got wet. It's my mind, dude. I, I can't. I don't know. Anyways. Uh, they didn't account for rain? <laughs> apparently <laughs> <Yeah>. not. <laughs> apparently, apparently not. Apparently they thought apparently they thought that, uh, you know, that would never get wet in fucking, you know, northern Wyoming. Uh, but, but yeah, dude, blew my mind. And, and, and you know, there's like, there's like any, any time probably, you know, 100,000 people that drive through there. I don't know if you've never been to Yellowstone before. I've never been there. We, I had never, have you been to Yellowstone, right? No. I had never been there before. And so we, when we went to the national convention, we drove to Reno from here, um, which was a fucking, we made it to Salt Lake City in one day, Utah in one day. I think we drove for like 19 hours or 20 hours or something like that straight from here for at like three o'clock in the morning and got there at like 10, 30 or 11 o'clock at night to Salt Lake City, Utah with, with six, uh, five kids in the car. A baby in, included. Um, and so we went to Reno and then we went to California, Washington, Oregon, all that shit. And then we came back and we came back out of Spokane, Washington. 
and came into Montana, Idaho, Montana, just the panhandle of Idaho and then Montana. And then we went, um, we went to Yellowstone and spent the day in Yellowstone and man, it was fucking beautiful, but you could, the roads were terrible. And I just remember thinking I was in Washington working at Western federal lands. And these guys are the guys, I know the guys who are working on the roads and the companies they use. And it was fucking terrible. <laughs> and then, and then two weeks later it fell apart. I mean, we drove out of there and a week or two weeks later, it poured rain. The little ravines they had flooded and fucking gone. gone. <laughs> That's like Jesus. So much for our tax money. Uh, but anyways, man, uh, do, do Hey, Hey Adam, do you think, uh, do you think Kanye start doing stand up? No, no, stop. Stop making stand up the least respected medium in entertainment. It already is. I don't need more of that. <laughs> like, I say it all the time. Dude, this is how that works in entertainment. It's, it's actors, musicians are tied for one, right? Then it's everything else. Clowns, magicians, fucking comedians. We are last on the fucking rung of respected entertainers. No, I don't need Kanye doing stand up. Stormy Daniels did it already. <laughs> I don't need Kanye doing did it. Storm, no. Did Stormy Daniels actually do stand up? Yeah, I mean, not oh, well. Jesus but she how much did she talk about her vagina? A lot. Do you think I watched it? <laughs> I'm fucking gonna give that an ounce of my time. I made that. I made that we post on Twitter. Watched it with a bottle of lotion on one side and <laughs> yeah, a box right, of Kleenex right. so on you the didn't other. Watch it with a box of lotion on one side and a box of Kleenex on the other. No. Okay. Uh, no. I. I, uh, I made I that. To cry how bad it was. No. I, I made that. I made that post on uh, on Twitter today that got some 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 people some of the haters really upset. I said uh, uh, leftist com uh, leftist stand up comedian women. Uh, do a live set without talking about your vagina challenge. Impossible. <laughs> oh, just women in general. Women actually just just women comedy in general. Yeah, correct. Uh, I think Whitney Cummings could do it. No, no. It's... To be fair, guys talk about jerking off a lot. Yeah, guys. I mean, we we but we've perfected <laughs> the dick and balls jokes, dude. I we mean, have and that's fart true. jokes. I mean, it, it, you know, we're, it, it's funny to us because that's also, funny. I have found that universally that's funnier. Even other women find that funny, but women necessarily won't find like period jokes funny. I've noticed that just doing comedy. Oh, Michelle Wolf yeah. loves period jokes, dude, and it's it's funny because some guy popped on there and he's like, "Oh, you've never seen a Michelle Wolf uh, uh, special," and I I was like, "Oh, I, I haven't. I don't watch women comedians very often." And so I like, fucking hopped <laughs> on my computer and I looked up Michelle Wolf, and the first thing that popped up was a fucking whole uh, YouTube like clip montage her talking about. Uh, how uh, she doesn't like big dicks and her vagina can't handle it and all this shit. And I was just like, I was like, oh, oh, she doesn't talk about her vagina, huh? It's the fucking first search that I, yeah, the first search does. result uh, that I Taylor found. Taylor Thompson doesn't talk about her her vagina at all from what I've seen. She's genuinely funny. Ryan, Ryan's That's gonna funny. Ryan's gonna sit here and spend the rest of the the podcast trying to defend women comedians. Shut up, dude. There's, hey, there's a couple. Of hey, 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 Roseanne. There's like five. Yeah, <laughs> that's the problem. Uh, like Chris, five. Chrissy, Chrissy Mayer's pretty funny. I like her. Yeah. Chris, I, I well, I know Chrissy personally, so I'm, I'm gonna say yes. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, know you have Chrissy. to, right? It's the, it's the <laughs> no. Law. Chrissy actually is funny. Um, yeah, Roseanne was like a legend, but yeah. like, there's so. Here's the thing. This it's it's like it's like um when Serena was on a, some talk show and she was like, I'm the best woman tennis player, but like some college kid smashed me. Right. Some college mm -hmm. male like you know, male uh tennis player beat the fuck out of her. It's just levels to the game, right? So like you might have like a few funny female comics, but even like an average male comic's probably funnier <laughs> than the best female comic. Usually they're just okay. not built for it. <laughs> Oh, just kids. <laughs> the things that women find funny it's like the WNBA dude it's like it's like oh your guys are doing a good job but you just aren't ever going to get men to come to your show oh and not like, exciting yeah they're, and, uh, you they're not doing a good job in the WNBA 
Sure they are. I mean, I'll, I, I, other I, women. I, did, I did make Against this. Against other women, they're doing a good job. They're, they're not. They're not. I did say this on the podcast several times. I, I believe that I could cross up 99%. You 100% you could. could. This is a crazy conversation. Of course you could. Of course, we all could. Yeah. This is insane. I think, <laughs> this is crazy. I think I could, dude. I, I don't know about dude, 99% a, of like WNBA on. players. Go ahead. I, Me? No. I, no the the theory okay. I've held is I think I could There's go into the WNBA. Oh, not me. Sorry. And not look out yes. of place. Sorry. What? Like, go. I think I could go onto a WNBA court and not look out of place. I don't think I would crush them because they they practice this shit, you know, way more than I do. And they're probably, they probably know more about the game, but I, but Ryan, I wouldn't look out of place. Right, Ryan's like, I wouldn't look out of place, and he's no, dude. We would fucking cross up ninety percent of the women. In the I, I would just overtly play the most aggressive defense ever. <laughs> what are they yes. gonna do? Post up on me? I'll be like, no. Well, and the, and I like mean, the, the ones av- that are like the six, average six. Height, There's not very. There's not like the ones mm. that are six six. There's like four of them, dude. Yeah, yeah. One of them's in prison in Russia. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so there's three of them damn, dude damn he got her bro he got her yeah. uh i do you know i do think that sucks like i i and i've, I've talked about that on the show a little bit too I, I think it sucks that she's in prison for fucking yeah of pot, course dude but we don't want women fuck? to be able to do sports or comedy but we don't want them to get locked up for it yeah you shouldn't you shouldn't go to jail for pot but here's the thing you went to fucking russia with weed you had to know. It just proves the females, especially black and brown females, are disproportionately affected by drug laws. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Russians. It's always it's Russians is what it is. It just keep. It was like. Does anybody find it strange that a beloved WNBA star was arrested in Russia right before we decided to make Russia the bad guy in a war? No. Oh, okay. Let me. Let me. <laughs> beloved. No, because it, she doesn't star? matter to us as like a culture. She was. That she's, makes a, sense. she's a. She's a beloved star in, in beloved the WNBA. Green Party candidate. Bro, wasn't Michael Jordan getting locked up? We would send in fourteen SEAL teams to oh, fucking bro, get if, if Michael Jordan had got locked up over weed in in Russia, yeah, dude, we would. It would be every single. Uh, uh, SEAL team, all the Green Berets would all be going in at the same time to get my... Oh, no, no. Jordan would just walk out. He'd be smoking a cigar. All the Russians would be arms around him. Taking pictures of stuff. Yeah. Taking yeah. pictures. And he'd be That's, like, that, that, right, that was a misunderstanding. She's, right? also, she's also probably in jail because everybody's like, the W in what? In Russia? They're like, what? There's a woman basketball league? Like, women don't play basketball. Thing. They do work and get have sex. That's yeah. it. That's what <laughs> Russia does. That's what Russian women do. Well, it is, it is, fu- it is funny. So... so you, you know, before Julia and my life turned into what it is now, I had a, a Russian Orthodox girlfriend for three years. And she told me a pretty crazy story about um, how, you know, her family was kicked out of Russia for being Orthodox Christian during the, the communist takeover, the Marxist-Leninist uh, uh, takeover, right? And the revolution or whatever. They actually persecuted the Christians there and kicked the Christians out of Russia. And here's the thing is like, they wanted to holocaust the Christians, bro. They, they, they were already starving a bunch of their people. They wanted to holocaust the Christians, but this is right after World War II. And America's got all eyes on Russia because Russia just won World War II, basically, right? They, oh, they killed the bad, evil Nazis, and they're the good guys. And so all eyes were on Russia with Stalin and, and this, you know, and... They couldn't just go, okay, well, thanks. We're going to go kill all the Christians now. You know what I mean? Like, they couldn't do that. So instead, they basically told them, you all have to leave. And so they got, like, 
they got like temporary uh, asylum in China, which is also a communist country at the time and now. Um, and so they had two years they could stay there. And so all of the Orthodox Russians in, in, in uh, Russia migrated to China. They spent two years there and then they all went to South America. Whoa. Really strange, right? And so her mom and dad actually met as children in like Argentina or something. But then they all didn't want to stay down there. It's like too hot and shit. Russians like the cold. And so they all migrated up to the Pacific Northwest and Alaska. So if you go to Alaska, there's Russian, Orthodox Russian villages all over Alaska that they built themselves. No cops. No, it's like the most libertarian shit I've ever seen in my life. They have their own high schools. They, all of it. They build it all. It's like one road. It's got a school and a church. And that's it. And they fish. That's like what they do. They fish and go and fix people's driveways and shit to make money. And um, so, so the, the, the communists kicked the fucking Christians out of Russia. You know what I mean? So actually, you would think they're, they're still under like some pretty hardcore, like authoritarian communist ruling. It's just not the, the, the USSR anymore, right? It's not like it was back then. That's great. And, ju and just to think, if they would have just studied rocket propulsion, they could have <laughs> came to the United States. True. Do you think? Do you think we've been to the moon? Yeah, you absolutely. Really, you believe that? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. You, thought, you think we can make it right, oh, through, the, right listen, through the Van Allen? The people Allen that belt? deny the moon no, landing, I just go, oh really? All seventeen times? <laughs> it's easier to go you, to the moon. You, you fucking world, moron! I bet you think the world's round too, don't you? I mean, okay. Never been, never did been over know? the ice wall, have you? Wait, did you? Know? Wait, who said? Who said we went to the moon seventeen times? We didn't go to the moon seventeen times. Uh, okay, it's sixteen. I think it was sixteen. Uh, I'm pretty sure that they landed on the moon with dudes how many times i think like three yeah, <laughs> yeah so, but we went there several times i think we, i'm gonna say we went there nuns like we went there nuns on that guy yeah you, i mean fact, anybody fact anybody in the me, chat know yeah. how anybody in the chat find out how many trip how, how many, many times, um, how many times have we been to the moon if yeah, you know how many missions you know, do we drop in the chat the uh yeah. first i want to say uh thank you to tack talk tack fuji 47 for becoming a supporter and the two dollar super chat we appreciate you and if you guys want to drop super chats, you can get your uh, questions and chats read on air. Six. Uh, all the time. That's how it works. What? Six what? Uh, Six manned trips to the six surface. Six times landed on the moon, five of which were successful. There you go. Twelve men walked on the lunar surface. There, here's a fun. Here's yeah. a fun moon landing uh, piece of tidbit knowledge for you guys. So when uh, if you watch those old pictures, the first one, they have like those crosses on the camera, like those. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Like if you watch the old, if you look at old pictures of the moon landing, there's like um these black like etched crosses on the camera lens apparently like frame things um and one of the pictures there's something in front of the etching of the camera lens so yeah, how is that possible yeah what about the what about the phone call <laughs> oh yeah that's just that's a good one yeah the phone call yeah i mean they they're having a phone call from the moon to the president like it, yeah. you know what i'm saying that's just yeah, if I can't you, use my, I can't if use my you're phone on the side on the of the moon that's facing the earth, the, the lit side, that's where we went. You know, we went, never went to the dark side, right? We yes. never you fly around the dark side, you lose all comms. I want to go, I want to go to the dark side of the moon, dude. I do too. I've then what side of the moon can I go on to use my, use my fucking phone on the No, plane. I'm pretty, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. What side of the moon can I go on? I'm pretty sure that I've been to the dark side of the moon several times in high school, but we'll talk about that for another show. <laughs> Bro, it's just like the fucking 9-11 phone calls from the plane that fucking landed in Pennsylvania. I'm like, hey, motherfucker, in 2001, what fucking cell phone technology are we using in planes? You could make a clear as day phone call. Be like, hey, we're fine. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever yeah, listen to any of those calls either? They left voicemails. And they were weird, too. It was like, hey, mom, it's your son. 
Billy Jones. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was like, what? What the fuck's Yeah, I don't, I, you know, Weird. you know, we remember we how st- you raised me my whole life? Well, <laughs> I mean, when, when there's a, like a sweaty jihadist staring at you with a clicker in his hand, like I would talk weird too. Oh, uh, we no, believe that sweaty jihadists were on the plane call. too? Oh, shit. <laughs> you right. make that phone call. Dude, I got some blue pilled ass ho- co hosts here, dude. I don't know what's going on. Uh, but I'll tell you what. Hey, Josh, between the fucking moon landing stuff and the fucking women are funny, what, what's going on in this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> women are funny. Tim Pool's cool. He's, he, he did good right. things. He, uh, vaccine was all right. I, what other yeah. we, got? we got a whole bunch of weeks for me. Uh, hey, I never Biden's said it was awesome. all right. I just I said I don't have regrets. Do you, Brian, do you listen? This this is this person is very important to p- politics and how I feel about you uh, will will um, be taken from how you feel about this person. How do you feel about Kanye West? Go. <laughs> I just don't have words. I I can't comprehend the nature of his existence. He's a he's a force. He's a force of nature, bro. He he is chaos point, what embodied. Said, what Dave said makes it, it really means a lot. Like, like okay, I don't have any I don't have any uh, issues with Jewish people. I have to always make that disclaimer. I don't. I I I have Jewish friends. My family's Jewish sure. from from Israel. Uh, you know, famously, we talk about that shit on the show all the time. <laughs> Um, and, uh, and so I have no problems with them. Um, but I do, I do know that a lot of powerful people in a lot of the positions that have fucked over a lot of people like Kanye happen to be of a certain ethnicity or a certain faith, you know, it's kind of like, uh, not being able to talk about the FBI crime statistics, right? Like we're not allowed to talk about, you know, who does the most crime in the United States and, and racial issues and stuff like that. And don't get me started. I know we're not allowed. To, we're not allowed to do that though, because if you do that, you're automatically racist. So if you use facts, actual facts and actual statistics, you're a racist. That's how it works in America. I go ahead, Ryan. You, little... you, go, you want to say something? Go ahead. I have a great little story about okay, this. You go ahead. So Tell your great in, little story. In college, I was taking, taking this course and we did a little thing where we took a course over a month. We met three hours a day. And uh, this was like a gender studies course. And the most feminist person in the class, we had to do this presentation. She conducted her own survey, got all this nice data, put it up, slideshow, charts, graphs, all of that. She got docked for using statistics because statistics are an institute of the patriarchy. Did you guys cat? You guys can't hear what he's saying, right? I I heard heard it. Yeah, that. Yeah, you could hear that. Barely. Yeah. yeah, a little bit. Okay. Well, he, yeah, he's, he has a, a friend. Was it a friend? Did you say friend? A classmate. A classmate who, uh, who, uh, put together a, a whole presentation and use facts and she couldn't use the facts because, uh, it's a, a tool of the patriarchy. Yeah. That's insane, dude. Statistics are actually racist. Numbers are, <laughs> numbers are a patriarchal construction. Jesus, dude. I, it's, I can't. You wait. heard the, I mean, this. That's a real person. There's real people. That think that, dude. Did you guys hear they changed the name of monkeypox to mpox because monkeys are racist? Oh, that's yeah. the CDC. That's, that's for real. CDC yeah. did that. Really that did goes that. to show you, though, right there, that Dave, that goes to show you the true racism of the left because they look at black people as monkeys. So they go, well, clearly this is racist. We're like, no, that's an animal and that's yeah. a person. Yeah, you're like, you're like, <laughs> actually, uh, actually, actually, no, the, the, what happened, see, what happened was these pox originated with monkeys, actual monkeys. You know, yeah, like, it, like the you know, animal, the, the fucking monkey. They're the uh, most racist pieces of shit on the planet. And and the you're left. now equating the animal, the monkey, with black people. 
and right. you're the one that's being racist. Yeah, it right. just blows my mind, dude. And it's wild. Yeah, it I got really hives on crazy. my dick, and now I'm being canceled on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got, yeah. I don't. I I never worried about monkeypox at all. Um, mainly because I just don't do you know anal sex with a bunch of dudes. So I got really. Oh, lost. it's your it's loss. almost like you've got to be, be straight. You don't have hours of gay sex and an orgy. I don't. I've never. With I've no never been to a single no piss orgy in my life. Thankfully. Oh. Yeah, even in even in, wild, even in my wild, even in my wild high school days, touche. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like you know how I avoided monkey boxes all time. Uh, married a woman. Right, <laughs> <laughs> dude. That's uh, you know, it's not traditional Chad over here. Yeah, it's not. Um, you well, know. that's super gay according to Nick Fuentes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It is. Don't be, don't like be so women gay. Because women like men. Having sex with women gay. is gay. Having sex with dating. dating. Dating, yeah, dating, dating, a is gay. dating a woman is gay. He's not wrong. I, I get that point. He's not wrong. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Dave, you, there, there is a running uh, bet here that that Fuentes may be gay. What do you think, Dave? I've said that. I've said that he's. He, first of all, the only time I ever heard of this guy before this whole shit was mainly from Fakertarians, right? So this guy was not famous or anything. But yeah, anytime I saw a clip of him. He comes out there with his just weird kind of little shtick there. It's it is so bizarre. So I, I perfect, <laughs> dude. I made a I made a meme that had K Fed. It was like a Christmas meme, you know. You've heard of K Fed. Well, here's the fucking gay Fed. I mean, like that's what he's <laughs> that's what he strikes me as. Um, and I'm always looking to see what's the limited hangout. What's the who's the spook here? And I can honestly, man, I don't know if. Alex Jones is one. I don't know if Trump is one. I don't know if this guy is one. I don't even know if Kanye is one. People are talking, is that an op? Um, but he strikes me as the least likely. Yeah, I, to, I agree. Okay. I don't I don't I think agree. I mean he was already a billionaire before anybody started taking note of him doing this shit. It's not like you know what I mean? Like it's not like he it's not like the the feds got to Kanye and were like, Hey, no. we're gonna give you a bag to do this. He'd be like, Fuck your bag. You do know you think I mean? he could be do you think he could be like an unwitting participant maybe like trump was like when when he's surrounded with guys like milo and uh nick fuentes that is a red flag sure. like right off the bat i yeah, don't well, think that sorry go ahead dude no i was gonna say i just i just, they, I, just I think that's like a, a thing of those two guys who are out of the public eye is that's their bag back in that's what i think 100%. It is. oh there's 100%. no well no milo for sure milo so, milo's like, yes i'll tell you my, my milo i don't i don't really have a uh strong opinion on milo yiannopoulos in general oh. i've never had a huge issue with him i think he was just kind of your run-of-the-mill conservative and just used his sexuality to kind of kool-aid man his way into the mainstream you know what i mean mm -hmm. uh so i've never really had a problem with him i haven't heard him say like a bunch of crazy racist shit i've obviously heard Fuente to say some shit that's pretty fucking racist okay i know that mm -hmm. and and uh, he's not my fellow traveler <laughs> okay um but but I'd still like to get him on the show and hear what, hear what he has to say. And I don't watch his show, but I think people really underestimate the size of the Groyper following, dude. It's fucking huge. Yo, it's I wild. just found out today he's only 24 years old. Yeah, he's I didn't a, know he was. He's, he's a baby. He's been doing this shit since he was like fucking 18 or 17. Uh, he's yeah. going to run for president someday. I guarantee you. Oh, I, I think he's going to. I think there's a good possibility that he's he's working on it now. I mean, he's only he's not. Yet yeah, old he's a little young, but I he think. Has, well, he has 10 years to go right. <laughs> yeah. before he can legally run yep. for president. But but here's the thing. I, I mean, he's I don't think I, I think that Fuentes already has. Fuentes, all he does is the show. He makes enough from his show and his following 
that that's all he has to do. So, you know he's on a no-fly list, right? Yeah, he's on. Well, yeah, of course yeah. he's on oh, yeah, no-fly list. He's very wealthy. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, he's yeah. very wealthy, and he doesn't have to fucking do anything else, and so that's why he's not worried about being canceled and all that shit, right? Um, so I don't think that that's necessarily the case for uh, Fuentes. I think Fuentes saw a way to jimmy his own thoughts mm -hmm. and feelings about the Jews into the mainstream yep. through Kanye. Um, and so I yep. think I think that's kind of why he's on this 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 yay twenty four kick. He's like, oh yeah, dude, here it goes. We're gonna bring this shit to the mainstream. So I think that's what that's what it is for Fuentes. And I'd love to have him on the show and talk to him about it and see if that's. Do you what he's think really that saying. they're that they really mean what they say about Jesus and God and their religion and all that? I think I think Kanye is a is a devout. I think he's really turned his his heart over to God and Jesus. I don't know. He's, I mean, he was Kanye was writing some dude. No church in the wild. First of all, that song is a banger, but it's all about straight up nihilism. Right. Like no, that's what it means. No church in the wild. Like there's no meaning to life. Right. Right. Just darkness, just death and enjoy yourself. Do what thou wilt. I mean, he was engulfed in that. All the materialism, all the fashion industry stuff. It's just like, I guess that's a good, you could say, well, that's what woke him up to all this shit. But, um, well, and I think, I think it is, I think, you know, the, this and the, the Balenciaga stuff, I think is is the reason why he is the way he is right now i think he's been in that scene for so long now you know what i mean that he 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 like had to seek out a, a way to to you had to cleanse yourself from that kardashian well it wasn't just that i mean he's been mentality. surrounded by the evil elite for yeah. two decades and i mean yeah. we're talking what we're about talking... The, what about the text from his fucking trainer like yeah, that, I, that hasn't been debunked. Dude, you, I've been I'm waiting for somebody to debunk listen, that. They listen, haven't. This is what's going on. He fucking okay. He's been surrounded by the satanic pedophilic elite. Yep. Yeah. For two decades. Okay. I mean, it's been a long time, right? And he's had to basically sell his soul, right, to to stay in that role. And we've always seen some flashes from him. I mean, you got to take it back to the Taylor Swift stuff at, on stage. I mean, yeah. He, He's always kind of had that um, boiling point. George Bush does not care about black yeah, people. Yeah, saying he George wasn't Bush wrong, doesn't though. care about he black people. Wrong. He wasn't wrong. But, no. but he's always kind of had that, that um, hot-headed boiling point where we could see that Kanye wasn't the same as the other people that were, he was around. Yeah. Okay, and, and so I think that it probably is twofold. One, it made him seek out uh, things to fight what he's seen. I'm sure, and what he's been around, um, and a way to cleanse himself. Like like Dave said, I think he's pro probably really lost uh, spiritually and oh, probably yeah. is trying to figure out how to fix his own spirit as well. Um, but the, then also he's seen the people who have done the worst shit in Hollywood. You know what I mean? And he knows about the secret shit because he's probably mm -hmm. been around it, been invited to it constantly, but he's always been kind of that, that not really in with that kind of stuff, right? And so... I think that that's what happened. I think it broke him mentally too, being around that stuff for as long as it did. So I think that there is some. He, obviously, he's diagnosed bipolar, and I and I know what that's like. Okay, I'm I've diagnosed diagnosed bipolar when I was like eleven or twelve years old, dude. And they try to put me on a bunch of meds and all this shit. And so I. That's I'm, why you're a Cowboys fan. <laughs> fuck your Eagles, dude. I'm a I'm a Giants fan. Dickhead. Even worse, bro. <laughs> uh, actually, that's not true. The Eagles are the worst. Uh, Thank you. But, you're the worst. But, but, the but Giants the are, are better than the Eagles. And then no one cares about the Redskins. Uh, but they are no kind of coming up right now. So you're you're actually you guys might finish last. 
We're fine. Shut up. This isn't about sports. Um, I just want to shit on you being a Cowboys fan. Continue. <laughs> um, and then, and so, so I think, I think that, you know, there is a lot of different things going on at once and it's like an, a, a inner turmoil for him as well. And I think that it's a spiritual turmoil. I think that it's a, um, uh, an ethical turmoil. I think that it's a mental health turmoil. I think there's a lot going on there at once. That's kind of leading to this outward, um, tantrum you could say. I mean, it's it's fucking hilarious dude and i'm gonna laugh at the shit but at the same time i feel bad for the guy i feel bad that he's been through a lot of this stuff you know what i mean i feel bad that he's dealing with these demons and and uh and i also feel bad that he probably at some point i mean he went at fucking netanyahu today bro i mean he there's gonna be people looking for him bro you know what i mean like that's that's legit there's gonna be people and he said it on the show he said it on the show you know somebody's gonna try and kill me for saying this stuff and he's probably right dude he said it on drink chance too he knows yeah what's that he said it on drink champs too. They'll they'll try and kill me. Yeah, and called him out. Come get me. Yeah, it's crazy. He's probably YouTubing Mossad videos right now. <laughs> Dude, the whole thing. The, the whole thing videos. with Kanye though is like literally like you have this young producer kid at like nineteen twenty years old making like beats for like other bigger rappers. Then he start you know he becomes his own artist, blows up. Never had money in his life before. Starts dropping albums. Fucking top artists. All this shit. Right makes all this fucking money for the first time in his fucking life and then literal demons bring him into their family the kardashians right, right? Yeah. and then he has he has his daughter and then i think he starts to wake up to the evil around that through his kid probably you know what i'm saying right. like yeah. and, it's, and now he's like oh wait a minute fuck this shit i don't care i already have money i'm, I'm not gonna watch and, and then and then to, to further watch this go down shit for kanye you see, he has, he has to pay Kim kardashian a literal billionaire by the way two hundred thousand dollars a month in child support a month Think about the Kardashian family and Kim Kardashian, what she got famous for. Think about the the sacrifices, like the national and global sacrifices that this family is used for, like the sacrifice of Bruce Jenner into Caitlyn Jenner, if you want to look at that shit. But dude, his, the way she got famous was a sex tape that her mother told her to use and promote to push mm-hmm. her career. Her mother was her pimp. This is the – I'm not even a Christian. I'm saying, but if you are, that's what I would call the devil. The devil is at work. If your mother is pimping you, dude, ultimate evil. I don't know if it can be worse than that. And then people, you know, they're influencers. They're influencing other mothers to whore their kids. It's disgusting. I agree. And, and it's, I mean, that's really what, it, at the end of the day, you hear the term influencer so much in America. Yep. And, and no one ever really kind of thinks about what that means. But really deeply think about what that means. Influencer. I have been lately. Yeah, of course there's of course there's people who influence, you know, on behalf of like fashion and and you know food brands and and dumb shit like that. But there's people out there that are legitimately influencing politics and ethics and morals and trying to fucking get your children to dance on the pole, dude. You know what I mean? And that's bad. That's a fucking bad way to move society. In fact, that's how Rome fell. Eventually, they they strayed so far away from their own fucking ethic and and moral uh, fabric that they they just didn't have it in them anymore to 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 ward off you know people who were like oh no we're gonna crusade that ass right and and how they do that they entertain the people right they had to entertain bread the masses to keep them occupied yeah bread and circuses of course like screens yeah it's, like phones yeah. yeah oh dude we're we're totally locked into the matrix at this point yeah. bro I mean listen. As soon as I saw fucking Zuck trying to come out with the metaverse, 
I was just like, oh, dude, it's real, bro. Yeah. Because that is the fucking Matrix, bro. Like, there's my, my son. He's pushing my, that so hard, dude. He pushed it so hard. It, it's, it's a poor so attempt bad. at it. It's terrible. But but the thing is, is that's what it is. I mean, that's, okay, you know what? Uh, we've we've we got a lot of pushback now in, in, in real life and society. There's a lot of people pushing back against all this shit right now, dude. There is. Don't think that you're alone. If you're trying to fight, you know, child transitions and fucking, uh, 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 drag queen story hours and fucking mutilation, all this shit. If you, if you think you're alone fighting that you're wrong, there's a lot of us that are fucking fed up and we're taking the, we're, 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 we're taking the, um, the the war route you know what i mean we're, we are we're fucking fuck you war like that's where, where we're at okay um you're not alone there's a lot of us that feel that way especially parents who are just fed up with watching their schools try to control their kids their local governments their federal governments their state governments uh, their their health care providers i mean everyone wants to own your children right now and and you're not alone fighting that please don't think you're don't think you're alone um I mean that's the that's the direction society's heading, and and uh, if they can get a control of our kids and put them in the fucking matrix, then their kids, our kids, won't listen to us anymore. You know what I mean? It's already hard enough to get your kids to listen to you, but when you have teachers and doctors and politicians and all these people telling them you don't have to listen to your parents, you can be who you want to be. You know what I mean? That's not how parenting fucking works. And and this is this is a problem I have with the libertarians too, right? Libertarians are like, oh, you don't own your kids. You're like, well, yeah, I kind of do actually. Yeah. I do actually, because I ha- I am responsible for the well being of my children. Okay, uh, if my children's like, hey, dad, I'm gonna go crawl in the fucking oven and turn it on, I have to say, no, you're fucking not, dude. And if you do, I'm gonna pull you out of there and you're going to your room, and I'm gonna take your PlayStation, and and then you, you know what I mean? Like I have to do those things to make sure that my children know right from wrong, so that they don't harm themselves. Uh, so they don't, you know, gas themselves in the oven. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I have to do those things. And one of those things for me is to to try and make sure that my children don't have mental health issues. You know, we don't want to get them have the, have them get learned behaviors that that harm them, that make them depressed, that make them um, self sabotage, stuff like that. And the only way to do that is to guide them. And so when libertarians are like, "You don't own your children. You don't get you don't, you know you don't get to give them out." Yes, I fucking do, and I'm going to. And if you're not doing that for your children, please find somebody who will. You know, don't send them to public school or the cops or any of that shit. But you need to make sure as a parent that you're taking what you know about ethics and morals and and right from wrong and non-injurious activity. And you're impressing that on your children so that they go forth and have a, a, a good life. So they're not out there slamming dope and, and you know fucking on only fans and doing all this shit that you don't want your kids to do because I, I know that you know that's libertarians are like pro-sex work dude but i'm not pro-sex work. the only thing either the only same, thing dude same <laughs> shut the fuck up like it's that thing of like it's like yeah i don't think you should go to jail for it right but Absolutely like i'm no. not gonna respect you yeah, <laughs> like, no, i agree it's, it's this whole thing of like it, it, that's that's the annoying part it's it, it, they come at it with this two-pronged attack where it's like sex work is work and you go i mean technically i guess anything is work <laughs> so sure but then it's like then the second part of that is like but you also have to respect it and i'm like no i, I actually don't i don't or think normalize it, it. No, right no. it doesn't have to be normalized it doesn't have to be fucking respected again i don't think you should be thrown in a cage 
for selling your fucking pussy. I just think you're a talentless fucking no one. Right. Is what I think. You can't do anything else in your life. You got to do that. But like, yeah, I'm not going to respect you ever. I'm, like, if I had a daughter, I wouldn't be like, you could be up, you could grow up and be a doctor, a lawyer, or you could get your pussy pounded by strangers. Right. It's also very Yo, interesting thought experiment to drop on libertarians to see who you're dealing with. I put out a poll sometime on your Twitter and ask them what you'd rather your kid uh, pursue as a career, a career in law enforcement or sex work. And you will be shocked what happens um, at the results from libertarians. Mm. Well, oh, it's a really, really tough one. Um, here's the thing. Really quick. Here's Sorry, the thing. Ahead. So here, here's the crazy thing for me, okay? Um, the, it, you never hear the stats on, on over the years, the increase in sex work. In, in the, you just even in the in the United States, like you, no one has ever put put out stats of increases in sex work, but we see it everywhere now between OnlyFans and and escorts all over online. That's and, what I was going to bring and, and all this shit, right? And and the reason why we're here and why that's happened is because we've we've let the communists attack the fuck out of the moral and ethic fabric that made us a a, a nuclear society. Okay. <clears throat> that's how it works. That's what they did. And that's part of the communist plan, dude. You know what I mean? If you've got women out here killing their babies, they're not procreating, they're they're doing sex work for money, so they're not dating other men, they're they're taking this, oh, well, I'm better than men stance, or or I can do everything that men can do and I don't need men. I mean, that's literally what's happening. And that's destroy that's what's destroying the nuclear family, the the like I said, the moral and ethic fabric of our society, of 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 it's just it's insane to me and the mixing and the blending of gender roles and gender yep mm -hmm. abs just just totally. being a man what is a man what is a woman that's right. nothing anymore and the parents won't tell their kids that that's bullshit so if you don't if you have kids that can't get the truth from the parents you're fucked right. and to go back really quick to the trans kid argument this is another one to put on libertarians because they're just blind and autistic on this it's like i don't care if the if a child comes to a parent and says and Billy says dad I'm a girl and dad goes you know what Billy I agree and they together go to a doctor's office and they say Billy is a girl and the doctor agrees so now you have this trifecta everybody's affirmed this and they're going to do an operation because everybody's agreed it's still not okay of course I need yeah. everybody to get that it's not okay. I agree. No, Dave, it's it's the same as if I if I go to my if I went to my dad when I was like six or seven, I was like, I, I think I'm a robot. And my dad's like, dude, you are. And they took me and got my legs cut off and gave me prosthetics and be like, You're a robot now. Right. Yeah. And everyone was like, Dad, I, I think I'm a parent. cholo. Can I get a face tattoo? <laughs> no, you're seven. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, and and, and, and it, like like it it shouldn't be celebrated. It should be fucking met with like, what did you do to your kid? You cut his legs off because you said he was a robot. He also thinks he's a cowboy. What are you, an idiot? Yeah, like he's no a C six. No <laughs> it's your job to know that. Uh, guys, give us give us one second. Life. We gotta we gotta have a um a little word from our sponsors here, if that's okay with y'all. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. It's important. The tree of liberty must be watered from time to time with the blood of tyrants. The official spirit of 1776. Smooth, flavorful. Merlot. For any revolution, tyrants are losing their heads over this wine. Enjoy the taste of freedom. Drink the blood of tyrants. Order today at bloodoftyrants.wine. Save 10% with the code BREAK.
All right, guys. Definitely check out the Blood of Tyrants uh, dot wine if you want to get some great Merlot uh, that that uh, tyrants are losing their head over, and use Break at checkout for a ten percent discount. It's good stuff. It's actually really good wine. So I've had some. I got some at the National Convention. Check it out if you can. Um, please, yeah. Do do me a favor. Go buy a bottle or two right now if you can. Uh, check it out and get get my discount. I think I think you get discounts for buying uh, more bottles as well, but you also get the whole the ten percent off on everything that you order by using Break. So good stuff. Uh, yeah, dude. So child mutilation. It's fucking disgusting. <laughs> and very, dude, listen. Hold on, hold I got on. Ryan. Ryan's talking, guys. Okay, go ahead, Ryan. So there, I think there is a very very small place where you can make. There's a small handful of cases where you can make an argument that transitioning a kid is can fall under the category of medically necessary. Oh my no god. I think way. there are no small cases. No Put this guy on the screen. There's no way that's true. That's crazy. That's crazy. Well, very, no, 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 very, on, very, very few. Hold on. Hold and on. this comes Ryan, from first I don't want to hear very, very few anymore. I want to hear you give me an example exactly right now when it's medically necessary to mutilate your child's fucking genitals, dude. What when age it, are we talking about? Let's talk about what age. So, is it 18? Then I really so don't want to hear was, it. <laughs> so the the two two instances that I know of of someone who transitioned at 16, two people that I know of said they wouldn't have made it to 17 with before killing themselves Dude, without it. Ryan, Ryan, that's the but, argument. That's the argument's given every time. Oh, I'd rather have a trans child that's alive. I know a dead daughter or son. I I I do know. That's I right. do know this. Do you know the percentage of trans people that commit suicide? Yes, oh, I do. do you know I the, I, do you know I, the percentage? I I'm. What is the percentage? I, it's forty-one. Forty-one fucking percent of yes. trans people yeah. after commit suicide. They after they transition. After they transition. Okay. That's such yes. a high number. That's at crazy. sixteen I, years old. At sixteen years old, Ryan. Okay. Most kids still have no fucking idea what they're going through with no. their body. They literally just come through puberty like four years ago, dude. There is no medical necessity whatsoever for a child that is, is, has parents and still lives at home and is not fucking, you know what I'm saying? To, to have their genitals mutilated, bro. It's the most Zero. confusing part of your life hormonally. Yes. You need to tell your kid, hey, you think you're a boy? Okay, uh, great. Come talk to me in four years when you're done going through puberty. Yeah, dude, you let's can't. not. And, you can't. And there, there are that's emotional terrorism. Dude. And that's and what there, that is. No, I, I'm not making the argument for like emotional terrorism. It's it gets emotional weaponized terrorism. as emotional terrorism. But the reason why it's spiraled like it has is because a bunch of rampant narcissists and horrible people have taken these very, very few fringe cases where kids have been in therapy for years trying to address this and they're based, they're like, they can't figure anything else out. They've tried everything, all the things that work in 99% of cases, they don't work. That's when you can... Okay. You can begin oh. to make this argument, but uh, then wait two so... years. No, then wait two years is my answer. Yeah, wait, two yeah. wait two years. Then wait two years and do whatever Listen, the fuck you want. Nobody's telling this teenager that when they're 35 years old and they've never been able to experience sexual pleasure yeah. or even entertain right. the idea of having a child, it the joke won't be funny then, dude. Right. They're they're children and they need their parents to tell them or, or not right. tell them anything. They could lie. I don't care. Lie. Whatever you have to do. <laughs> And I'm never for, like I said, man, I'm not for state intervention in any case, but parents and doctors must not 
do harm to children. And whatever you have to do to stop that, you stop that. Whatever is in your power, yep, you stop well, it. I, I think and I, I am incredibly, incredibly against it. Like tonight should be the night that we punch Ryan in the mouth. Yeah, but, <laughs> like but no, it's pretty much thing, every single no, case. It's and like the thing of like, you're like, the, oh, the, I'd rather have a, a a live trans kid than a dead. It's like, hey, when I was when I was at fifteen or fourteen, I I told my dad I'm gonna kill myself. It didn't buy me Grand Theft Auto Vice City. <laughs> and I'm still here. So it's like, that's what you yeah. say when you're 16. Yeah. You go, I'm going to yeah. kill myself. And you're like, yeah. no, you're not. <laughs> as, a, as a parent, you're, you're, you need, okay, <laughs> there's, there's limits. As a child, as a, even a teenager, you're testing limits the whole fucking time. Your job as a parent is to let them explore that limit safely. Yep. That's what mm-hmm. you're supposed to do. That's, that was my only pushback in the libertarian mm-hmm. comment was, yes, libertarians may be kind of out there i get a, on the on the um, on permissiveness but you need to let them explore right up to that limit safely and that's okay but mm-hmm. if your daughter comes to you at 14 and says i'm a boy you go no you're not you're full of hormones and you're confused and that's normal yes do that's not completely that. normal well but here's I, not gonna, and i i 100 agree to not affirm yourself. it and i'm not and gender affirmation therapy is fucking awful okay, in well, both this, these I, cases that i'm talk talking about. about were before the advent of uh affirmation therapy this was like 2008 2009 and dr ken zucker has a ton of great work on this where uh most cases of gender dysphoria in in youth the root cause is an actual gender dysphoria there's a fair there's probably single digit cases in the United States where it is as a youth intense enough legitimate gender dysphoria that is intense enough that you could consider medical in fuck that no fuck that it's still wait till oh you're 18 God. that's crazy i'm, I'm saying single digit but <laughs> there should be way more responsibility in the psychological community it should like any sort of transitioning socially, anything, puberty blockers, those should be the absolute fucking last don't resort. Don't say last, bro. No, don't put, don't put those in kids. Absolute like... last resort. It's you've spent years trying everything else, and then maybe you could consider it. Why can't you wait until they're the past day... the puberty right. point? Why can't you wait until they're past that point? No, in, here's in, like, hold, shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Most... Hey, hey, hey. Okay. okay, listen, listen. Okay, I got to moderate here. Shush. Listen, uh, so you guys have watched the documentary, uh, What is a Woman? Yes. You've seen it. Yes. We've all seen it, right? I have not. I have, you I haven't have watched that? No, shit? not yet. I'm, Bro, I'm fucking watch that shit. Dad. It, was one the, busy dad. it was one of the greatest things. It's the best yeah. thing. I'll I know what a woman is. It's the best thing that, 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 that Walsh has done. <laughs> I, did, I watched Walsh on Rogan. And okay, so it's I the best thing that Walsh has done. But listen, listen, he goes around and talks to, you know, these these therapist i mean just normal run-of-the-mill therapist and they're telling kids that it's okay that they're affirming this stuff and so of course if you have a therapist that affirms this shit your only other recourse you know as a child is well i'm gonna kill myself if i don't if you don't let me do this okay but we need therapists we need people in the in the mental health arena to step the fuck up and say no you're 12 years old Okay, you're going through all kinds of crazy hormonal changes. I just right. had this conversation with my son, who's 11, right? 
He's like, he's like, oh damn, my armpits are starting to sweat, and I don't, I don't know what's going. I'm like, dude, buddy, you're, let, sit down. Let me tell you. You're a woman. I'll, 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 tell you what's going on. I'll tell you what's going on. You're, you're 11 years old, and you're gonna start having a lot of body changes, dude. You're gonna start growing hair in weird places, and your voice is gonna start doing weird shit. You're gonna start looking at girls different, or maybe boys. I don't know. I didn't say that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, don't. I, I'm not going. To do that. But, but, I, but I, but I said you're gonna start looking at girls different, and things are gonna be different. You're gonna, you just. I said you just gotta learn for the next four or five years to try and keep your hormones in check as much as possible. That's the important thing. And it's the thing that nobody ever taught me as a child, right? Or most of us as a child mm -hmm. is, listen, you're going to have these crazy feelings for the next four or five years. Super fucking normal. It's super fucking normal. We all went through it. And the best, the best outcome for you is to keep that shit in check for the next four or five years, focus on your schoolwork or whatever it is, you know, focus on learning education, learning how to podcast, learning how, whatever it is that you want to do. Cause he wants to, he's like learning how to podcast at school right now. So he's really excited about that. He's like, dad, can you help me out? I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, dude, come on down. But he, you know, focus on music or writing songs or, or your sports. Cause he plays basketball, whatever it is you want to focus on, focus on those things and try to keep your hormones in check. Cause you're going to have a lot of crazy feelings. And he was like, wow, I didn't think about it like that, dad. You know, I really, I really appreciate the talk and this and that. And it's like, just, it's that fucking easy. That's that's all you yeah, had to do. That's you know what's wild? None of none of what you said was let me put a vagina on you. Yeah. And see if that yeah, fixes it, wasn't, it. It wasn't like, oh, and by the way, if you decide you want to start wearing dresses, we'll go and get you some fake boobs. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell my son that. That's fucking stupid. Right. That's 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 asking for them to to have those fucking feelings like you're talking about, where they're like, Well, I'm different and and I don't know what to do, and I'm freaking out. And it's like, no, just sit them down and be like, you're going to be different for the next four or five years, dude. You're going to go through all kinds of different weird changes, and that's just how life works, man. You know what I mean? And yeah, if you're sad, just start calming like the rest of us and just fucking live with it. Don't fucking – you don't got to change yourself. If, <laughs> if your parents aren't crazy or aren't trans or something themselves, you'll probably be okay because kids go through some shit, dude. There are tomboys, and, you know, like kids – it's confusing. Boys will wear – fucking high heels when they're baby stuff. This is not, that's not an emergency. Right. Literally the only thing I have a problem with is a, is the affirmation that educators, doctors, and parents are affirming. So I won't even yeah. call it a mental illness. I'm saying it's just kids not knowing shit and it can come from depression or maybe they're gay. Like they just, you're not going to know when you're 12 or 13 or 14 and to, to affirm what they're going through and say, yeah, sure. We'll do whatever you need. Chemicals, surgery, whatever. It's, it's just insane, Mara. I, I can't stay. Ahead, I'm, I'm triggered. Okay. It's, a, it's a social it's social contagion. Uh, Abigail Schreier wrote a fantastic book about it. Uh, one, of, one of my favorite, favorite books I've, I've ever read. And she, she talks to a lot of people. And in 2016, the, the rate of gender dysphoria in young girls uh, between the ages of, I think it was... Like twelve and twenty went from point zero 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 four percent to two point seven percent in a year, and now it's above four percent. Why do you think that? Agenda. Peer right. groups. Peer yeah, groups. peer groups. Yep. It, it, it's, um, and it's and it's emotional terrorism too from yeah. a society that's emotionally terrorizing your children and telling them that if mm -hmm. they aren't allowed to become what they think they are, then they should kill themselves. Yeah. And so affirming that is affirming the mental health yes. of these, buddy. Yes. Yes. There, yes correct. there are a ton of layers to this. And one of the, one of the prominent layers is uh, there is a huge overlap in the people in the kind of generation that 
started this transitioning fad or this contagion in 2016 and kids diagnosed with autism there's a huge overlap there because they feel out of place overlap in the vac- the the rise in vaccinations and and, and, and uh, autism too buddy but you don't yeah. want to talk about you don't want to talk about that I, I, okay i have a legitimate question i have a legitimate question i have a legitimate question. all right so you know that um that uh if what, i forgot what it's called but if like if you feel like you don't deserve like you don't own a right arm anymore, like you feel like your right arm isn't part of your body right. oh phantom limb no, 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 not phantom phantom limb. Limb. no happens after you lose a limb. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like it's like a mental disorder where yeah. every doctor in the world agrees that like people will do this. Like they'll be like, I think I should be blind. And then they'll blind themselves. Yeah. Be like, I feel mm-hmm. more normal. No doctors like, you know what you should do? Go for it. Why is this any different than that? It's not. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a very rhetorical question. <laughs> exactly. There's no difference. Yep. Can I can I tell a quick story about something that just happened in Delaware regarding this? Thank you, bro. Because I'm triggered by it. And this is this is my line in the sand. And I feel like it, Same, Josh, dude. right. Same. Uh, a couple episodes ago, we did an episode called The War on Children. There's a woman in Delaware by the name of uh, Deshana Neal. Um, she, according to her, is uh, non-binary and on her shirt said black queer dope. Okay. Um, so she's a non-binary mom and she has two, not one, but two trans children wow, so what are we, the odds huh what, what, what are the odds we went up one to four percent but you know in her household everybody is on the lgbtqi plus spectrum somewhere but her son uh began to transition you know just not with chemicals or anything mm-hmm. at age four because she because she said that he was depressed so she bought him okay. a pink dress fuck and he started smiling. Childies. So this is this, this is just what we Straight went childies. with. So from age four, she has her son in dresses. And by age 16, she's petitioning Medicaid in Delaware to pay for her son's transition surgery. Of course. Jesus Christ. And did she win? Oh, yeah. Of course. She fucking won. The state loves they, that shit. They paid yep. for it. They love it. They want to mutilate your kids. And yep. then what? You ready for the, for the icing on the cake? She just ran. For, for office, House District 13, won. she won by 65% of the vote. Holy we got fucking shit. mentally ill abusers of children legislating for us. Uh, guys, I'm so I got to apologize. I didn't think we were this far down the line. I, I really yeah. didn't. No, but I did. we are. I did for sure. Yeah, I, 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 I did not know about that. I, I had not heard about that. Oh, I knew it for. I knew. I, I you had to see the writing on the wall, dude. I mean, it was like, like I, you know, I got. Listen, I got friends that are, are that are trans, legitimately, like, mm-hmm. in, like as adults, right? Like they were yeah, trans it, as listen, adults. And listen, disclaimer: eighteen and above. Yeah, I don't I'm libertarian. Fuck. I don't give a fuck either. either. Yeah, yeah, sure. Shit you do. Yeah, do what you want. I don't care. You shouldn't because you're still not mentally like. What they say, twenty five is when you're. Yeah, twenty. Yeah, I know. I have friends that were like transitioned into their like mid 30s i got one who transitioned is like 40 something um and i also have several friends that that transitioned and then super fucking regretted it yeah and i actually have seen just in the last year three or four of my friends online that i know in real life too detransition uh well that just happened to somebody i know too i think yeah, Dave, you know that's, that that's one too. of the people that, that you know, I know i'm talking too. about you. Yeah, yeah i don't want to say one of, is, one yeah, of i don't want to put any names yeah, out me there either. either but that's yeah. You might know two of them actually. Now that I think about it. Oh, really? Yeah. So, 
and that and that's it, it happens dude and, and there's a big regret and actually uh i think quest just put in that it, um back in the 1980s scandinavian countries allowed youth transitions over 80 percent regretted it by the by the age 20 <sighs> fuck 80 fucking percent dude dude once you hear the suicide numbers you're like hey this isn't adding up right well it's it's because here you want to know what you want to know why there's a 41 percent suicide rate and it's probably that gonna, wasn't the issue it's probably it going to get much higher dude because the issue was they're it said really, about other shit not that but do you know do you know solve yeah that's that's exactly what it is 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 they were depressed they were like in this culture already right and they were like oh this is what i need to do to be happy and they do it and then they find out that they're either a not it's not making them happy or b it's made them worse well and i think it's i think there is a dopamine hit there where it is oh, like sure, a drug dude, because like, because they're, you, they're got, euphoric, well, you got people cheering you on oh, and yeah, clapping oh and, yeah and so a, brave so, yeah. so brave and then that wears off and they go home alone with their cats and they go right oh shit my clit doesn't work anymore right. my dick is literally a piece of skin from my fucking arm right it's not a dick it can't get hard like and sex feels good dude I mean, yeah. really, really if you does. ever watch that surgery, it'll make you want to fucking throw up over your computer. It's oh, disgusting. Yeah. Have you have don't you Google watched one, Adam? Have you, don't that, Google it, guys. Is that like is that on your Pornhub like browser? <laughs> Dude, frequently? Uh, it's so gross. It's so it, it's, it's like a cheese blitz. Like, <laughs> and, and again, I want to say like I don't care. Like if you're an adult, fucking do it, dude. I don't give a shit if it makes you happy yeah, and, sure. you, and you yeah, really think I that's mean, what you want to do. I I I would I would counsel that maybe. At some point, you should sit down and talk to a therapist and be like, hey, is this really what I want to do? And have the therapist, a good therapist yeah. that's not just going to affirm whatever I mental mean, health issues you're yeah, having. It's talk. almost just impossible to, to find one now. Maybe. maybe just hold off on the have you Have you ever, have you, it, you know, growing up, if somebody had told you, oh, yeah, if you go see a therapist, they're going to affirm all of your feelings. <laughs> Like right. when you were growing up, would <laughs> yeah. you would you have like been like, oh well, then what do I need therapy yeah, for? I, I can just feel of this course. way. Oh, okay, well I'll just feel this way then. I guess I don't know. I when I when I went to when I went to see therapists when I was a kid for for bipolar disorder and my ADHD, and I had a little firebug problem too. But anyways, we'll we'll talk about that later. Uh, so so uh, I went to see a couple of different shrinks, and and if I went into the shrinks, I was like, yeah, well. Um, some days I'm I'm really really down. I don't want to get out of bed, and and I feel like the whole world's against me. And then there's other days where I want to go out and ride my bike and spend every dollar I have and eat a bunch of candy and yell and scream and have fun. And it's really bizarre how I go like switch so quickly. You know, I don't understand what's going on. And the, and I sit down and the and Bill Schreier, the shrink I was seeing or whatever, is like like oh actually that's perfectly normal. And you're uh, good to go. And you're good. Like <laughs> if that's how you want to be, then you should be that way. I mean, don't let anyone tell you you shouldn't be that way. Meds. Fuck no. What are we going to give you meds for? Have you ever for? thought about a career Therapy? rap? Yeah, have you ever? Yeah, exactly. Dude, have you thought about a career rap? Yeah, no, that's totally perfect. There's no reason for you to, to feel like you're, you're, you know, there's something wrong with you. There's no mental imbalance there. You're perfectly good to go. Could you fucking imagine if we did that with all mental illness? Schizophrenics, uh, uh, narcissists, uh, antisocial behaviors. Uh, I mean, we're talking about some real serious shit here, right? And if we just said, oh, yeah, no, that's perfect. Oh, you want to be a serial killer? Dude. That's your prerogative, dog. You know what I mean? Society says you should do what you want. Like, mm -hmm. no, motherfucker, you need to get some serious help. And yeah, I don't know. I think having a nation of schizos running around untreated might be pretty fun. I think we're, we're not though. looking at the fun. I, 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 <laughs> I think we're pretty close. Already. You are here. Yeah, I think we're pretty close already, to be honest with you, man. I don't know. I, I feel like uh, we froze up the couch stream again. Sorry, buddy. I don't know what it is with oh. your camera anymore. Hold on one second. Don't touch it yet.
Let's see what happens. No, I got you fixed. I don't know what's going on with your couch, the couch uh, camera. It's a good fucking camera, and you look really good, buddy. But it just freezes every once in a while, and I don't know how to fix it. <laughs> um, anyways, we're getting to the end of this thing. You guys gonna you guys down to do a members only stream for a couple minutes after this? For sure. Cool, yeah. man. Cool. Uh, you guys, before we take off here, uh, and before I close out this stream, uh, Mr. Adam Nutter, do you do you got a, a place where people can follow you, support Ooh. you, listen to you, all that good stuff? I do, as I am. We, as most of us here, still banned from Twitter. My old account, so <laughs> follow the new one at Tattooed Comic on Twitter, uh, at Adam Nutter on Instagram. Um, go follow my two podcasts, please. Subscribe to the YouTube's youtubecom slash Nutter. That's for the Porcupines. All these guys have been on it, and then for the pure comedy one, no politics. If you just want to laugh at dick jokes, uh, youtubecom slash Cult of Us. I do with the great Neil Wood. Dave knows Neil. He's fucking awesome. Yeah. So uh, go fucking. Follow those podcasts and come see me do stand up on the road. Uh, December tenth, I'll be in Morrisville, Pennsylvania. December twenty third, um, New Hope, Pennsylvania, and then um, oh fuck, that gig got moved. That's not. It's not important. I'm on the road next year. Don't worry. I'm, <laughs> we'll, I'm, find, I'm, we'll find. We'll find somewhere. <laughs> I'm ending locally. If, at if the you, end of the if year, you want I'm some help booking the, some Midwest shows, let me know, dude. I'd be more than happy to help you out over here. Yeah, actually, I got to talk to you about some. Yeah, ideas you have a place. Have. You have a place to stay in Iowa here, and you can do the show in 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 the studio and all that stuff, man. So I think we me. should do an Iowa fucking uh, comedy show. That's what I think we should do. Dude, they have some really good. They have some really good comedy venues in downtown Des Moines, dude. I mean, legit. Yeah, Funny Bone. Like, yeah, Funny Bone's great. All oh, right, the Funny Bone's down there. That's right. Yeah, we mm-hmm. could we could get you hooked up here, man, and and then we could do the show in, in person. That's something that I've been looking into. Is That'd be sick. Com- comedians like we don't get a lot of really good like music tours here but we get like all the comedians come here so i've been like trying to email comedians and be like hey if you're gonna be in des moines come sit on the couch and have have you know we'll feed you dinner you got a place to stay for the night for free fucking all that shit so uh, you know i think we got to set that up for sure yeah i agree next man. year uh, by the way twitter i also do not have my original twitter account <laughs> yet, Pat, yeah, dude. it's almost friday elon what the fuck is going right? on you said oh, next week sixty-one thousand accounts at ten thousand followers or more would be would be renewed. I have nineteen thousand followers. I was I was banned over a year ago, and uh, I never violated any terms of service. And I am still not back. So I'm calling your bullshit, Elon Musk. Either fucking put put the people back that you said you're going to put back, or fucking sell it back to the, the lefties and let them continue to fuck <laughs> us in the ass, dude. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what. Uh, not, maybe I took that a little too far. But seriously. Uh, I think he's also at war with the with the evils that be uh, right now, which is kind of fun. Even though he might also be the evils to be, he's kind of at war with them as well. So, um, Dave, Mister Casey, my good friend, sir, where do you where yeah, do you man. got that people can listen to you, uh, subscribe to you, support you, all that stuff? Yeah, man, uh, check out Dave versus Goliath on YouTube and Odyssey, and uh, I'm on Facebook, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all the good stuff, Instagram. Uh, and check out Libertarian Party of Delaware on Twitter. Those guys are crushing it. So uh, yeah, they're, yeah, they're, you might be a part of that that party there. I think. Yeah, man, I'm, we're we're coming for the number one spot, New Hampshire. Look out, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome. Hey, thank you guys both so much for uh, for coming on and hanging out, man. You know, I appreciate you to death. If you could just give me five minutes, I'll get this thing shut out and we'll start the members only stream. Oh yeah, thanks, awesome. bro. Fuck yeah, man, I fucking love those guys, dude. We, I wish they just lived here and then we just do like a five person podcast every week, dude. It'd be fucking. <laughs> be a lot of fun uh and it would have been cool to have daniel uh dance mots on too because he's yeah. fucking hilarious and he's he's like the conspiracy king and then dave dave casey is also a very great conspiracy theorist um and and well i do 
Well, I do. I do. I was when I had the old show in the old house. Uh, we do it like once. I try to do it once a month or once every couple of months. We do what I call the conspiracy couch, and I'd have Dan and Dave on, and and Adam came on. I think Adam came on one of those, and we had uh, uh, Monica came on one of those, and Josh Denny, and and fucking it was. Those were the fun shows, man. I like those ones a lot, and, and uh, we'll probably talk conspiracies in the in the. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk conspiracies in the in the after hours leak tonight. If yeah, you guys want to come hang out. Ryan has sh- we 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 dunked on Ryan and he's completely shut up for like the last ten minutes. I, feel, I almost feel bad, buddy. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Sure? I just figured mad. I shouldn't talk anymore because you you were cutting me off every time I tried to elaborate. <laughs> I got so I, about six times I was I'm like, sorry, "Here, man. let me elaborate on that thing that sounds bad out of t- context." And you're like, "Ryan, shut up! Leave it out of context." I got. I went. I went fucking. I went full blown Alex Jones, dude. I was like, "No, you fucking literal pop billy goblin." I was mad, bro. I'm sorry. I love you still, okay? Yeah. But but there is no medical necessity at all whatsoever to transition and mutilate children's genitals, dude. I'm sorry. I, I just can't. That's a line in the sand, like Dave Casey said, that I cannot cross, and I will never, ever, ever say that there's any reason for that whatsoever. In fact, I think parents that try to transition their children should be put in jail for child abuse. I would agree with that. Okay. Well, that's good, like, to, I, good to hear. We, we agreed on 99.9% of that. I just... I I kind of deferred to some of the authority of Dr. Ken Zucker, who before all of this was one of the leaders in the field and I also treated to, patients for 20 plus years. I also used to defer to healthcare professionals and then 2020 rolled around. And now I don't believe a single healthcare professional until they've proved themselves to be. This guy, all, dude. This guy was uh, run out of town by leftists yeah. before 2020 happened. Before 2020, well, it was hey, like 2017. Listen, just, hey, I love people that get run out yeah. of town by leftists. I know how that feels. I used to drive down the waterfront in Portland, Oregon. They'd throw eggs at my car and mm-hmm. I'd scream capitalism would win. It was really great. But um, here's the thing. Uh, just because he's done a lot of great things doesn't mean he doesn't have some very shit opinions and theories as well. And the fact to, to, to think that any child, because of their mental health, has a medical necessity to have any kind of uh, hormone therapy uh, or or genital mutilation whatsoever is is fucking asinine. It's wrong. I will. There is no data whatsoever that will support that, in my opinion, whatsoever, ever in the history of this world. Um, now, hormone therapy, I know that sometimes with ca- certain cancers and stuff like that mm-hmm. in children, they have to give, like, either, you know, uh, like for your lymph node or what, what the fucking Hodgkin's lymphoma or stuff like that. I know I know that there are some that kids have to have hormone therapy. Yeah. That's a medical necessity. Mm-hmm. That is a medical necessity. But there, you will never, ever tell me that because a child emotionally uh, terrorist uh, their their parents into letting them cut off their genitals that that was a medical necessity i'm sorry it's just not it's just uh, not and okay. i would say it's about as common as the heart surgery my older brother had when he was 10 days old sure. i think there's been like three people ever a heart surgery and cutting your balls off are a lot different buddy I love you though. Hey, uh, before we get going, uh, let's talk about one more. Or no, no, you got. Do you have anything, Ryan? Do you have anything for we? Go I on? mean, follow me on Twitter at Bulldog Gamer Twenty Eight. Feel free to yell at me about tonight's conversation, and I will, I will try to elaborate uh, on uh, the things I wasn't quite able to, and my autistic fashion that I, only I know how you, to. You, you take this like you, you take these like uh, objectionable opinions and then you want to like 
fucking go off on these like really um uh intellectual debates about it. i know you're the intellectual on the show i'm, I'm like a big dumb fucking <laughs> yeah. animal and my good friend the ape over here is, is, is about the same uh but but we understand yeah. that you want to be the intellectual guy and that you're you're probably smarter than us but that's just a line that yeah. Like the cycle and, doesn't cross, that's, bro. We don't do it here. That's a uh, that's a very understandable you know, line, you know, but it made it more interesting you know the, that I You know the Black Panther the Black mm-hmm. Panther meme? He's like, no, no, dude, we don't do that here. <laughs> that's, that's it, bro. We mm-hmm. don't fucking do that here. Hey guys, go check out Peace Hawk Coffee. Uh, it's really, really good stuff. Scott Horton just agreed uh, to advertise. My good friend, Will Hobson's put it together, uh, with this small coffee roasting business. Peace Hawk will sell delicious micro batch roasted coffees online while donating at least $1 of every pound sold to worthy foreign aid organizations like Yemen Relief and Reconstruction Foundation, uh, who has actually expressed support for this project. Uh, their initial focus will be on Yemen, Ethiopian coffee. Um, they'll also have some affordable Central American varieties available soon. However, Peace Hawk will always donate at least $1 for every pound sold to worthy foreign aid uh, organizations that have been uh, torn apart by our terrible foreign policy. Um, supports the economies of countries struggling against the effects of war. Supports stellar private aid foundations doing life-saving work abroad. Supports stateside peace activists uh, like myself, like my friend Will, like everybody on this show tonight. Um, the name Peace Hawk will be the counter to Warhawk, who is aggressively pro-war. The, comf- the company will be aggressively pro-peace. Sign up now at their email list at peacehawk.coffee uh, to get all the updates when that stuff goes live. And and uh, I'm sure when it goes live, I'll have a uh, link for you guys to get some kind of discount as well. And it's good coffee. Mine should be in the mailbox today. I think it got delivered today. I'm pretty excited. Um, Mr. Couchstream, man, you got anything before we go? When I get, I'll be able to post on my TikTok tomorrow. Yeah, he got he yeah, started he, he got banned yeah. from TikTok, started a new TikTok, and he's already got a twenty four hour. He's not gonna yeah. be long. No, it was a week. It was a week. It's a week. Seven days. Yeah, he won't be long yeah. on TikTok. Uh Quest, thanks for the the two dollar super chat. Why is Quest the only one dropping super chats tonight? We need to you guys got listen, I would be talking saying everything you guys want to say on the show if you just drop some super chats. But uh Quest said Ryan hasn't followed me back. So you gotta follow Quest Banning. Yeah. Ryan. Quest has like twelve thousand followers, dude. If he if he gave you a follow, you need to follow him back. Uh, he also is one of the oldest school supporters of Break the Cycle. We love Quest around here. Quest Fanning is amazing. I think he works with Austin Peterson some too, so that makes him even cooler because I love Austin. He's the homie, except for his uh, views on World War II. But anyways, uh, guys, I love you to death. Um, go check out the uh, Patreon or the the, the uh, Subscribe Star. Uh, sign up at, to become a, a club. Uh, a mug club member you guys will get the uh the nice hand-drawn uh mug that's actually me sitting at a change my mind bench and it says i didn't i stole this from crowder uh because i did but uh you'll you won't get the mug for like three or four months maybe longer uh sorry it takes me a while to get those things sent out but uh love you guys to death i will see you for a show on tuesday next week until then don't forget to break the cycle To explain the lyrics of my last song, they seem to contain a violent call to action in the verse and refrain. But I just landed in Minecraft. The helicopter part was in reference to GTA 5 and the things you do. So any violence you commit, I am not an excuse because I just landed in Minecraft. Your trooper is my friend and he's constantly cold. Accusations of incitement getting totally old. Make your own choices, yeah, you have control Because I just landed in Minecraft 